Hello and welcome back to another episode of Boys Gone Wild. Thank you very much for joining me. I'm here with my co-host Andrew, who's wearing a wearing a, super, like a smug shirt for sure. It's yeah, very, it's very ethically superior. There's something you've come ethically down to. Superior. Yeah, you've come down. Well, I look to, like I'm a conservationist in yeah. like a yeah. African jungle. Yeah. Or safari man you, you, you I've come got in. a lot of degrees yeah. but I focus mostly on saving rhinoceri yeah exactly and then you come to greet at the front of your compound maybe or whatever yeah but then I actually sell like hunting tours at night is that the, the brown lines of the, the du- yeah. duality of man Fi- uh, uh, yeah I didn't think that was clear but I'm glad that you've <laughs> very clearly got the, the purpose of this shirt um, now that our, our clips are going out to a a wider audience seemingly in recent times there's oh, a lot some some, some <laughs> let's some. not get ahead of ourselves um the, there's a there's a bigger there's been a bigger influx of comments of um let's start a podcast yes so what we got you got let's start a podcast hey, hey guys like bro let's start a let's Bros, why don't we let's do a start podcast? podcast um not everyone needs a podcast yeah um let's take the mic away from these boys yeah uh my favorite these is boys don't deserve mics. Uh, yeah <laughs> which is funny I like yeah. that my favourite is um, we need to make podcast equipment more expensive <laughs> <laughs> that's funny I like that because I guess it is similar the kind of evolution of this pod mic is well when I got it it was, a, it was £95 which is incredibly cheap for high quality audio hmm. um, so I guess that is a sort of a seismic shift similar to when um, 60 millimeter cameras that were handheld were invented yeah that launched french new wave in the post-war period because suddenly you can get out of studios and independent films can start being made or when the ak-47 mm. came around which sort of was the birth of guerrilla warfare yeah uh, because it was a cheap reliable weapon mm. that terrorists could do i think in many ways we're sort of this is sort of the guerrilla warfare with the cheapness of pod mics the right how are you saying they've got less expensive and more accessible then exactly so in the way that you know afghanistan fighting against the soviets with ak's it became much more feasible a a historical turning point historical turning point yeah we are we are the afghanistanis do you think boys gone wilder specifically or i think just i think just our band of the kind of chad podcast (laughs) movement which i think we're we're pioneers of in many ways french new wave Kind of the guerrilla warfare. It's so hard the to come back from those comments, isn't and it? And the, the Chad. No, they got you. They got you. Because it's over. It's over. It's fair play. There's nothing you can There's say. You can say. You can be like, well, we've actually got lots of followers. You've lost. You've no. lost immediately. You've but lost. It, you can't it, say anything. Because it's true. Because at one point we said that. Yeah. Did we? Well, yeah. It's we like let's start a podcast. Of course, that had to happen at one point. Yeah, it's true. And um, yeah, I guess so. Um, but then I guess the argument to that is you can't say if, if popularity doesn't. That won't err them, you know, because mm. you could argue impulsive. Well, they're not checking; they're just seeing the clip and going. Yes, but what about impulsive? Have you seen clips of impulsive with um, Logan Paul and the other bloke, and What's the other bloke, name? and then the other one who fell out with him? Yeah, who they all seem to hate. Yes, they all seem he's, to hate. He, one he of seems them. to be the nice one, and then they yeah. all hate him. What's the other one called? Mike. Something. Mike. He used to be uh, in a long-term relationship with Lana Rose, the porn star. Right. Um, oh yeah, he um he's a, he's a baby daddy, I think. Baby daddy, um and but then he wouldn't put a ring on it. Did he not? No. Would you um, put a ring on Lana Rhodes if you were a baby daddy? Well, it sort of it, it sort of depends what my relationship with Lana Rhodes was like. Well, you're the father to a child. 
if I was the father to a child, once again, it's like, yeah. there's a lot You're of- You're not going to do the honourable thing. I don't know her as a person. You're not going to do the honourable thing. What's the honourable thing? Marry that wifey up. Marry that wife hoe up. up. Wife yeah. up that hoe. Do you think, you, would your mum struggle if you had the most number one porn star in the world? Um, I think wife? she'd be more pissed off if I had the number two porn star. <laughs> okay. My wife. She's like, she'd be like, I didn't raise my son like that. <laughs> go and go, go up, for Go up and get, get it better. Um, yeah, she would. Yeah. I think she'd be like, well, she likes to look up what my girlfriends do and like watch oh, anything. So I, what a lovely gig. Oh, oh let oh. me have a look. <laughs> What's this? Oh, oh anal gangbang. Oh, oh, Lana, Lana eats anal bees and then, oh, <laughs> not sure about that one, Andrew, actually. Yeah, I think she definitely struggled with it. Because I guess that with that whole kind of question is that there de- definitely is a very sexist kind of patriarchal view <laughs> on women, sex workers not yeah. being wife material that I completely get. But then there are, it's a, it's a complicated question because it's easy to take a high horse and say, you know, you should treat it like any other profession. But if you have lots of 4K video, videos mm. of you getting triple penetrated- It's not quite the same as marrying an accountant, <laughs> is it? it? There is a know, difference. I, just, I don't know. It, maybe that's incredibly sexist and, you know, backwards of me, but that, that, I that certainly think you shouldn't be shocked when it's treated as such. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's, I, just, I, it's a tricky one to pull off. Because it's, it's not like, obviously it is just work. Yeah. But their work is pretty nuts. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Of course it's just work, but you are going to work every You're day. gurgling and, nuts. And fucking loads of different guys <laughs> and girls. Which traditionally has been something that you shouldn't do in a marriage. Yes. No, but, but, but no. So what's they quit porn? Now we're, you know, she's straight and arrow. Oh, she's, like, she's quit porn. She's a librarian, not a yeah. porn librarian. <laughs> not a what? A porn no. <laughs> the archives. What would you I've like? seen this video before. I'm not. I don't believe yeah. you're a. <laughs> but what? So she's she's out. She's on the straight and narrow. Yeah. She's no longer. She's done a podcast talking about how she didn't like porn. Yeah. And, and she she's made her money from it. Yeah. She's got a good savings account. Yeah. She's done some wise investments, and now yeah. she's out, and she's married us. Yeah. Maybe just one of us. <laughs> well, she's a porn star. You she's... never know. She might never be satisfied. <laughs> She could be a two-man job. <laughs> God, I don't like that phrase. Um, well, no, then there's... I don't know what, what's... Is it... Because hmm, I think it would be... I don't know. I get, the, I get the mum aspect. It's a bit like, hi, guys, this is Lana Rhodes. Yeah. And then, you know, there's a chance... You know, yeah. my stepbrother would probably know her. There's a yeah. chance my, my dad would know her. Masturbate. Every They're man probably, in your family is masturbated probably, over your wife. Ch- yeah, nutted over her. <laughs> Kind of, but that's a bit like, well, you know, you're nutting over her. I'm <laughs> nutting on her. <laughs> you maybe have to prepare that say, statement a bit better. Yeah, what, is this you talking to your dad? Yeah. <laughs> and my stepdad at the same time. But no, I think so. Cause, what, cause what actually, think, what's can... the main problems with it for you? There's an interesting I, question. I think I'm mostly all right other than the family. That's no, a bit I, like... I think I would... I mean, realistically, I don't think I'd have lots in common with the porn star for being realistic. But if we're, right. we're assuming that you do, yeah. but they just also did so porn. So you, you sit down over a nice like roast dinner. I just don't know if we're the same interest. And you, you kind of sit down after a long day's work. And you're like, yeah. oh, I was a bit, you know, a bit tough Are they today. history fans? Are they podcast, into film? Podcast is all right. I mean, I didn't really. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I just couldn't get this knob down me today. <laughs> I just couldn't. It was so big, I just couldn't guzzle yeah. it. And I'm definitely, I think one of, as I've said, one of my most progressive, seemingly most progressive traits is that I don't care about women's sexual past. I don't have that kind of weird hang-up of body counts. But I think only dickheads but, do. So I don't think that's that progressive. I don't know. 
For well, me, I don't know. I don't know any of my friends that have a hang up about a woman's body count. I guess so. I guess, but maybe they haven't had that, had to run into that. Why would, they, everyone has to run into it. Everyone, I don't know, unless you have sex with a virgin. Well, normally high body, count, body counts, I guess. Of course but people I, I just think, well, maybe, maybe it's just the internet then. It's yeah, just I think everyone. it's just it's maniacs on the internet who yeah. don't, uh, people who talk on I comments know, on the internet. I'd say whole swathes of cultures and parts of the, is that's just a normal, anything, yeah, any slightly, this is quite a liberal place. So I guess any even slightly more conservative views would have yeah. strong views on body counts. But I, mean, I don't, the I don't know. The Middle East, I don't think for you're a that, start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think as a, as a, as a 26 year old man in London, you're not crazy progressive by not caring yeah. about a body count. I think incredibly well dressed, very well read, incredibly yeah, smart. Yeah, great yeah. view of history, <laughs> appreciation of music and Tall, dance, culture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lovely, gorgeous, flowy blonde hair. Um, yeah, you, you, you got it. You're not your standard. I love the guy who gets caught on those and just makes it weird. Yes. He just keeps talking. Clearly, he wants to fight. Um, no, but I don't, yeah. I think I, if you think about most guys you know. Yeah. There's probably a couple. But it's that a very small, get. that's a small set. Do you know when... Um, you know a few men. You know <laughs> some men. I do know some boys. Because <laughs> um, I, I always find it interesting, but I do think, yeah, um, 4K vids of triple penetration might push me over the edge. Right. You know. Push you over, what, make you come? I just think... <laughs> I think I'm busting hard. Yeah. Wait, so what, but what, what's the problem with it? Because other people can see it? Yeah, I because I, I guess it must go back to some truth of like when you're with in a sexual relationship of having some level of intimacy. It's, it's intimacy and it's exclusivity, which I don't not care about. But if on she's a quick, scale she's, of hung, she's hung up her heels. Why? What's the problem? <laughs> she's hung now? up her anal beads. Yeah. <laughs> what's the problem? It's a good now? question because it is exclusive. She's yeah. never she's never cheated on you. She never will cheat on you. Yeah, she's just fucked a few guys previously. I happen to be on camera. But there's yeah. also the other kind of masculine thing of being like proud to date porn star. Like I pulled a porn star. That's the thing. But who are, the, are you? Do you respect those men? I often, I often look don't the, respect those men the men. Look, look what those men look like. Though. I often don't really respect the men. But I res- they're Mike from all impulsive. What, yeah, is my, <laughs> they're is on impulsive. Mike. They are on impulsive. Most of them. So if you're, that's always? the problem. Is if I'm dating a. Uh, a porn yeah. star, am I no better than I think for you mostly it goes impulsive. back to I think for you it mostly goes back to I don't think you'd have that much in common. <laughs> <laughs> I think at the end of the day, that's the most important point we've made thus far. Yeah. How much in common yeah. would we have? I mean, I think I'd I wouldn't have that much in common with them either. You'd have a slightly more I'd have in common. Slightly more in common, <laughs> but not quite enough, I don't think, in common. And I'd go down a dark route. I You'd think have if to. I, You'd if have I to. think I dated a porn star, I'd get into porn. <laughs> yeah. I'd definitely start an OnlyFans or something. There's, a, there's that guy, I don't know what his name is. He's super tattooed who like does like podcasts where he interviews porn stars and then bangs them with his wife. So That's a bit and, of a fucking dream, isn't it? Him and his wife interview porn stars. Right. Is he American or English? He's American. Obviously, I just don't even like looking at him. Yeah. He's, he's covered in tattoos. He, he makes you have complications. It's just feelings. how many times he's, he's come. It <laughs> upsets me. Do you know well, what I mean? He's come as much, probably, you know, maybe more, but not that far off the amount like of times you've come. You've just haven't filmed it. Maybe. I think he's it come would add a new barometer to Boys Go- Gone Wild. What if we interviewed porn stars yeah. and fucked them up? fucked them afterwards. <laughs> On the Patreon. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got, 
he has this oh no he, we don't interview porn stars we just interview comedians yeah and then just fuck him after on the Patreon we get Mike Rice on yeah, fuck him fuck him after <laughs> that's Paddy good. It'd be great to have like a sort of light comedy podcast and then... And then hardcore sexy with the three guests on. Because it's like a... It'd be weird because a lot of people who'd be into the hardcore sex probably wouldn't maybe be... Talking about how silly Boris Johnson looks. They probably wouldn't be into that and vice versa. So it'd probably be quite hard to... There's a few. build two audiences. I don't know. I think a lot of people would stay for the sex. It'd be a crossover. Yeah. I think you'd be surprised. Because you'll be like, I wonder what... It's like the three guys or two guys and a girl having a conversation. Yeah. And you're like, oh... There's a bit like I wonder what their sex would be like when yeah. they're talking about I don't know nonsense that we talk about. I guess so. Yeah. And then you'd be able to find out on the Patreon for yeah. two pound fifty a month. Would we? Because on on Patreon we um yeah subscribe to the Patreon guys. Yeah, <laughs> you have no it's wild over there. Because <laughs> we we put out a video and an audio version of the Patreon. We also put out an audio version. Well, of course. Yeah. So they can on the way to work they can yeah. just listen to the, <laughs> to the grunts. <laughs> and they accidentally put their Patreon instead of the main on. <laughs> and they download the they download the Patreon instead of the main for the tube. And then they're just. <laughs> I wonder if your mum would still... She probably wouldn't still subscribe. You'd hope not. No, you'd... Well, <laughs> there'll be serious issues if my entire family still subscribes to it. <laughs> yeah. It'll be even be weirder if your mum started subscribing. <laughs> Never subscribed. Never subscribed before. But like, oh, you're fucking the guest now. <laughs> I can afford the £2.50 then. Don't mind if I do. Get in, Horatio. Go on, Horatio. Get in. Get in. <laughs> fucking heck. It's something to consider. Yeah. Well, you know, it's maybe, definitely something to maybe consider. Maybe in, in a couple of years, we need to spice up the podcast. We need to do what, something when it, different. The views are going down. When the views are going down, people are, you know, it's the same old now, stuff. Now, if we start, yes, we I put out clips of, Again, for example, mix them up. me, you, Paddy, Mike, all just, it, it's grab a cock yeah. style sex. Yeah, like whack-a-mole. It's, 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 it's grab the nearest cock and just start. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. it. And then we put that on TikTok. Let's say we blur it in the way that means that you can get well, We blur it. the cocks, not yeah. the grabbing. <laughs> yeah, so do you think you'd still have comments saying, bro, let's start a podcast? Because <laughs> I feel that would actually go... In a weird way, we've come full circle because that's a great way to stop those comments. I think if we posted, no if we posted a million of those clips that we'd never get one comment saying, bro, let's start a podcast. No, no one's saying, make podcasts yeah. equipment more expensive. It's not exactly <laughs> adhering to the traditional <laughs> Chad podcast kind of style. Every <laughs> <laughs> Every white guy on a podcast yeah. ever. <laughs> God, the, God, take the mics away from these boys. <laughs> Fucking hell. God, to be fair, we might get a few of those. Take the mics away from these boys. This is far too much. God, on Patreon. And just going from like talking about bananas in pyjamas and the next yeah. clip is just... <laughs> Every single week. Well, that was something to consider. But that's yeah. a, that's how, what's this guy's name? I'm kind of interested in that. Which one? The podcast guy. Yeah, he's they, like he's quite. Fit. He, I think he's getting some deep water. But he's like, why? He's, he's called Adam Twenty Two. You know, that's not acceptable. <laughs> Adam Twenty Two. Yeah. Well, Adam Twenty One was taken. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another porn star. <laughs> he's doing. Well, there's twenty. There's twenty one Adams now. Twenty two. All doing the same thing. Disgraceful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, who do you ever watch? Look at impulsive clips. Sometimes I've seen. And you're a few. thinking, what is going who, on? Who is the, what is what is the impulsive listener like? Who's waking up, putting on impulsive? It's called impulsive. Mm. Impulsive. It's not. It's a pun, and you can't take that away from impulsive. him. Impulsive. Isn't it the biggest podcast in the world? One of them. I think it's the biggest. What would I'm be sure bigger? Ro- Rogan's bigger. Oh sure. yeah, Rogan. I guess impulsive. 
impulsive. <laughs> he can't deny it's a pun. It's Logan Paul. Who a guy does who's... watch it? I yeah. think ch- younger, younger men. Yeah. Uh, y- uh, young men. Yeah. Well, this is what perhaps, we aim to try and get. Yeah. Well, we never, we'll never get them. I don't yeah. think we get the young men really. We get the young women. Yeah. And some men our age. Yeah. We get some younger men. Yeah. Oh, you mean like teenagers? Yeah, sixteen-year-olds. Yeah. yeah, okay. I think that's who listens to impulsive. Yeah, sixteen-year-old guys, boys at school who have who their ties are a bit too short. Yeah, yeah. Their hair is like at the moment in our age, their hair would have been fucking razor, like a tight skin fade. Yeah, and it, but a little bit too long on top. Now they've got, now they've got really messy hair on top, curly, messy, big. Oh, is that the Zuma thing now? On top, yeah, going down to their fringe like there. And then um, short back and sides. Yeah. The tight, really like two, two so one. So British That's impulsive And they vape in the toilets at break time. These, these are British impulsive fans. Obviously, it's a global yes, thing. Yes, it's, yeah. it's a specific. Right. That's very different to I Mexican can't impulsive fans, you know, yeah. Korean as soon as, impulsive as soon, fans. It's all yeah, different yeah. culturally. No, I think they're all exactly the same. <laughs> um, but as but soon as British... I think about American, I just like try, I try and transpose that British teenager to the American every single time. All there, it's the same guy just wearing a backwards cap. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. it. That's yeah. the only difference. But go on. Uh, would would the British impulsive fan be terrorizing the town square? Um, Do you know you're I mean? going like, to have to elaborate on that one. So, like in sort of green belt. <laughs> Out of London areas, yeah, where it's sort of they they've got a depressing town square that might have one sad statue on there. Yeah, it's like there's a sex. There's a God. There is, isn't there? You know, what I mean, there's maybe a, a, there's a, there's a Matalan. There's a Matalan. You know, one of those ones. An Argos. An Argos. Um, and it's all in that a Timpsons. Timpsons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Clarks. Clarks. Yeah. Uh, Specsavers. And um, somehow Costa, like a Wilco's. Yeah. Even though, and and yeah. And the, the, one of the saddest costas you've ever seen. Yeah. Where it's, it's a costa that's de- designed to be like a sophisticated place to sit mm. down and have a coffee. They don't even sell there, paninis. Yeah, the dreams, it's where dreams goes to die. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they've, run, they've run out of syrup all the time. <laughs> it's one of the worst service in those yeah, costas. They're, they're so, so what, and are they terrorizing? Are they in like Hereford? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking of, yeah. sort of. And then they're sort of like, they sit on the statue and they like terrorize like older women. Sometimes, yeah, like throw pennies at them. Yeah, well, and, you, no, they throw, I think they throw pennies. Here we go. They throw pennies at seagulls at the end of their pier, <laughs> and they throw bread at old ladies around the town square. <laughs> They've got it all mixed. They've got it. The yeah. world's <laughs> upside down. It's, like, it's the other way round, boys. Although <laughs> you meant to be, you get, you meant the to be, pennies, the pennies I mean, are for the for the old <laughs> ladies, and the bread is for the gulls. You've got this wrong. And that's the problem with our society. Impulsive. Impulsive. It's ruining the young kids, corrupting the youth. So you're like think- Socrates. Yes, no, exactly. <laughs> Impulsive. I think Logan Paul's going to be a tragic hero who has to die. Do you think? For corrupting the well, youth. Well, I, I I'm not sure I said this on here, actually, but I was very close to going to the O2 Arena to see WWE's Money in the Bank event. Really? Yeah, last <laughs> two weeks ago. Because I was in Greenwich playing golf on a Saturday. And it was on the way back. Genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing with Max and um, he went, do you know what's in the O2 arena yeah. today? And I went, no, I don't. And he said, well, it's WWE's Money in the Bank event. And I went, well, we, I think we should go. So we honestly, we said- It was teetering on, will this joke, how long, how long will this be funny for? And it was about, we would play golf at 11 a.m. and Money in the Bank started at like 8 p.m. So it was a long time to wait. Yeah. But we had plans. 
Um, and well, what we, day was this? Saturday. Saturday. Like two weeks ago, though. But so we looked at each other and we were like, what's the. So we, we tried to get them online, but they, they said go to the box office. And we were like, well, we're, we're here. We're at the O2 Arena anyway. We were in Greenwich, so we were near it. So we walked to the O2 Arena. Mm. Before we went to the box office, like, what's the limit of how much you'd spend on this? And we both Good looked question. at each other and we were like, 150 quid? No. 200 quid? Each. Each. Oh, Andrew! For the experience. To, can, no, okay, yeah, but okay. imagine, imagine, one for the story for this podcast as well. One for the road. Imagine Max and I, and maybe Adam, s- standing in the O2 Arena, the, the double-edged nature of the entertainment. You've got the wrestlers and WWE going on, which is You'd hilarious so. yeah. anyway, but you've also got every UK <laughs> WWE fan surrounding you. Yeah. Which so you could you, everywhere you look, there's the people watching. People is, watching the wrestling, hilarious. John Cena made an appearance, which we missed. Oh, so this is big. This is money in the bank. <laughs> money in the bank. Cena made an appearance, which I saw later on TikTok. It could have been the best thing ever. It's the one where they climb on the ladder and have to get the briefcase. Have you ever seen any? Did you ever I'm, watch any? Wrestling? I never watched any wrestling. So you know what my mum was I like. I did it for a year. And then immediately thought, this is fucking lame. And but then left. it's interesting because wrestling seems to really shape people for their whole lives. Yeah. Like there's guys who grew up loving wrestling. There's wrestling fans. Yeah. And it's like your whole teen years, you were, you kind of, if you're a man, you sort of were, you had that period where you're, you're into wrestling or you kind of weren't. Yeah. You know, and I feel like yeah. you never really, even if you tried to, you can never really but escape what, those at days. what age are you saying? I'm saying from like six till yeah. A bit too late. How, yeah, like, like 15. Well, no, I think there's, there's six to 15 and then there's your whole life. Yeah. It's like you either stop then or you're a, a fan for life. That's true. Well, I think- the But fa- it's a world I've never really gone know, into. I think, because uh, our fat mate, Adam, was probably- Our fat mate. Our you fat mate, <laughs> Adam. Um, you know. Yeah, I think you said fat mate. You know, and the, the big porky one. Um, our flat mate. <laughs> our flat mate, Adam. Uh, well, I think he watched up until- I would say he might he'll listen to this and say I'm wrong and I think he watched up until at least 16 yeah but I don't think he, he wasn't sucked in for life no because I think he's got too much self-respect but it will never and leave I him. don't want to if you like wrestling I'm sorry but you can't trust a person who likes wrestling with what the nuclear codes with the nuclear codes <laughs> right down to making you a cup of tea you can't I don't even... think <laughs> they'll put far too much milk in there there's no like I don't know I just every time I imagine a UK WWE fan who's over the age of 25 yeah. I just always imagine them with a big fat pretzel in their hand <laughs> with cinnamon and sugar with on it cinnamon and sugar on it wherever they go <laughs> regardless of the situation they just always have the biggest pretzel you've ever seen just munching on it we went up and spoke we, we went up and spoke we went up and spoke to a couple of these um, WWE pretzels fans hands. pretzels yeah they all, it was astonishing there was this massive queue going into this bus <laughs> It's like big double-decker bus. Yeah. And we were like, I wonder what the fuck that's for. Matt, so Max went over and tapped on one of their shoulders and was like, what, why are you queuing? They went, I don't know. I don't know why we're queuing. And, we were like, and, then, and then a guy tapped Max, who was standing behind him, went, apparently there's a couple of champions in the bus. And I was like, we need to get out of here. <laughs> Just this vague notion of champions is the most WWE thing you hear. Just whispers of there's some champions in the bus. There might be some champions in the bus. So, so we didn't go. Uh, we couldn't get the tickets, unfortunately. So the oh, well, you didn't go. You couldn't get the tickets. No, no. So we went to the so box office. Have. It was hundred percent. Went to the box office. It was sold out. 
It's funny because you, you're, you're quite strict with your finances. It's yeah. quite funny that you just 150, you just... Because blow. that is a memory forever. <laughs> there is no doubt. I know it is worth every cent. I was pushing for it to be 200 pounds. You because, wanted it to be more. Yeah. I, well, I was pushing it with Max. I was like, that should be our limit, 200 quid. Yeah. Because just the joy of... That is a once-in-a-lifetime event. Going to a WWE Money in the Bank in the O2 Arena. The atmosphere would actually be incredible anyway. Yeah, electric. But then... And then... So why I brought it up, actually, is because Logan Paul is now making a kind of move into the WWE. Interesting. He was in Money in the Bank and KSI was commentating on some of it. Oh, so you would have seen Logan Paul live? I would have seen well, Paul live. Well, of course live. it's worth 150. Well, I didn't know at that point. If, if I realised the host of Impulsive was in, I would have bumped it up to 300. <laughs> of course I would. He's doing flips and stuff. I mean, you know, the man's athletic. you got to he's, give him you know, that. He's an athlete. Yeah. He's just, I, I just, I, you know. Yeah. But he's sort of like a male porn star, you know. Why? I want to watch him. But I don't, don't want to wanna... be friends. I don't want to talk to him. Well, let's dive into that statement. He's like a male porn star. You want to watch him. Right. So you want to, I no, guess no, he's... No, not like a male, because male porn stars in general... You don't want to watch people. Right. I'd say he's like a female porn star in many ways. So you want to I like to see him do the flips. I like to see his tummy. But, but you I don't, don't want to hear marry his, him. I don't want to hear his opinions on things. Do you know what I mean? Right. He's a body guy, not a head guy for me. Okay. You know. Like a female porn star. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Making some statements today, aren't you? Well, I don't want to. Jesus. I don't want to hear her views on Israel-Palestine. Why not? What about if she's <laughs> Israeli? I guess so. What about Mia Khalifa? Where's she from? Isn't she she's from, from Lebanon, I think. Yeah. Um, well, her, her, her take on politics is quite interesting. Women have brains too, ratio. They do. I guess, yeah. I guess they just wouldn't be my first port of call. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> no, you're right. Nor would it be mine. And it would be astonishing if it I was anyone. If, there was like a if big... you're hosting a debate. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, like a month debate. Your first thought yeah. isn't, let's get... It's not get... Noam Chomsky versus Mia Khalifa. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Peterson versus Lana Rose. <laughs> Slavoj Zizek versus... We'll give one more name. <laughs> Lisa Ann. There we go. Classic. Classic. Um, but would you, that's, I like his transition into wrestling because he basically is, I think Impulsive is WWE. Yeah. It's and that seeing kind him of, wrestle, I'm like, this, I don't know about wrestling, but this guy seems to have a lot this of This guy, he does a lot of flips. Yeah. And he's got a great tummy. Good old pecky pecs. Yeah. You could put oh, I like him in his yellow shorts. If I was miniature, I'd like to bounce on them like a trampoline. He's a handsome kid. Let's not beat around the bush. I, for me... Go on. For me, Shoot. controversial. Shoot. I prefer his to Bang's brother. I Just because he's more of a, he's got more of a sex. He's system. more of a pretty boy. He's more like, like Jake. really, you know, yeah. Jake's. He's well. He's actually more rugged. He's, he's more rugged. I'd say. Yeah, well, I suppose Logan, if you hugged him, he's got that soft kind of muscly pillowy thing going on and I could seep into him after a long day of work. Whereas Jake, I'd be like, come here, you yeah. sex pest. Wait, and then so I'd ram him. So you're chasing after Jake? I think I'd bang... Mm, <laughs> I, don't know, Lo, I don't like Logan's stupid floppy hair. Okay. I like Jake's short fucking yeah. let, rat, like fuck me hair. Like, oh, look at me. It's true, yeah. So I'd, you'd go for Logan? I probably would go, but it's mainly... I'm not fucking Mike. No, no way I'm fucking Mike. I don't, I don't know where it's been. <laughs> well, though, right. well, I do know where it's been. Yeah. You can literally most, well, that's the, you can most accurately track a sexual history when someone's yeah. a porn star because it's on the internet. Um, I remember there was a, there was a little interview with Lana Rhodes and Mike from Impulsive. Um, and he, I think she asked him like, what was um, your favorite moment in our relationship? And he said, when, when you let me do anal for the first time. <laughs> Oh, 
And I just wouldn't. Was he on a podcast? No, was no, it was, like, it was actually just a content thing. So it was just they were just talking. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's awful. What a pig! I mean, that's to come back to finish this conversation. The reason I wouldn't date a porn star I don't want is because ev- every man who does date a porn star, you is wouldn't want to be. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It just yeah. seems like the science seems to be there. Well, I'm yet else? to who meet. Else? I'm yet to meet incredibly sound. Who else has dated a porn like, star? You wouldn't have. I don't know. Louis okay. Theroux. Louis Theroux wouldn't come out. Louis Theroux isn't like the gold standard. No, but of man. I know. You know what it, I mean? I'm gonna, have you seen? Look at Louis Theroux's off menu episode if for some reason it's the only episode of off menu i've watched the guy's a bit of a bell end yeah i think it's he's great at what he does with like the chameleon aspect of documentary stuff but and in fairness it's it's hard for the level of fame and adoration he's had particularly across the uk to not let that go to his head but the guys let it go to his head he's got a big fat balloon head now well i would say about i do agree that louis louis through being the kind of <coughs> The do- when Luther yeah. is documentary kind of being like everyone's underrated gem now yeah. he's been so highly rated yeah. and now he believes the hype of all the memes about him but he does that yeah. thing which is when like a legend from the 90s or the noughties gets yeah. memeified by the young generation they yeah. don't understand right. how memes the, work in the, so in they the seal those irony. memes so they try and become the meme yeah. and it's like the meme is only works with the fact that you're not, you don't, you're not aware of the meme of it's you true. You know? It's true, but he still manages to bring it. I mean, the whole um, my thing you don't wiggle, jiggle. But I didn't like that. Yeah, I, it tw- 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 wasn't for me. It wasn't for me neither. Because I, I liked it when I saw him do do that little titty, uh, that little number, uh, the little titty docu- number in the in do- the documentary. The I was like, Louis is brilliant because well, he did wait, it with a wry smile. Pause. Rewind. Like a little a diddy, a little diddy, now, yo. a diddy. Diddy, what are you talking about? A diddy is a song, right? Is it? A little diddy. A no- what, ho- horrendously, that's what my parents used to call my penis when I was a child. <laughs> so you saying that is fucking harrowing. Lil Diddy. Well, not Lil. They didn't shut Lil in front <laughs> Lil of Lil Diddy, like it's a rapper. Is Diddy a name for a fucking song? No. Yeah, I don't feel this is the important part of what I'm talking about. Well, it was kind of traumatic for me to hear <laughs> that word and then you just kind of move. When away. he did that jiggle jiggle rap... Tiggle, on tiggle. the weird weekends or whatever show it was he did one yes. of his documentaries yeah, yeah. then it was like brilliant thing. this is this is great and then it got re-brought up and then it got remixed and then he starred in his own music video well and- no because it went on he went on chicken shop dates, yes and then that's when he redid it yeah and then someone on the old tic-tac-toe went and went i'm gonna i'm gonna knock this number into a remizzle and yeah. then shut on some tasty tropical house beat. Now him going chicken shot date was fine, not amazing, but fine. Him doing it on there was did good. Did you watch it all of it? No, but I saw the, him doing it on there. But it's like I'm happy that he did that. Great, not not over the moon about okay. it, but fine. Yeah. But then when it got remixed by someone else, still also great because he's not involved in that. But yeah. when he heard the remix of it and then said, "I'm gonna sing this song it and be in the music stu- video." In, that in fairness, me. That upset I, me. I understand. But in fairness, the the wild success of that song on the internet. It's hard when you've made that rap, someone else has remixed it to just like let it live. Like he's gonna, he wants to cash in on that mofo. I guess it's about, and now he's now he's monetized the hoe. But what's the cost? How much a dollar cost? That true, and that's something (laughs) society don't think about. But it it is how much a dollar cost because he's making bags, but what's he selling in return? Is it worth your soul? Yeah. We do sponsored content because we need the money. But every time we do sponsor content, it is a little piece of our soul we give away. We, we're, we're pretty young <laughs> and we're pretty early on in our careers. There's not much soul left. There's no already. I think 40% of it got removed at Top Golf Watford. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> the rest is going to go on something weird. Yeah, so I can't, I can't hit, well, sit here to and be judge Louis. Yeah, you know, because I do the same. But it I comes, it comes at a price. It does come at a price. He's no, but he's he laughing his way to the bank. So I'm allowed to say this but, about but, him. But he's this him. is the cost. This is how much a dollar cost. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I didn't expect Kendrick to be like um, But he's he he Louis. I don't think in Louis's world a dollar cost anything. Whoa, whoa! Real. T- put the blinds down. It's time to get real. <laughs> I don't think. Because, what are you going to record? Yeah. <laughs> Should we start rolling? <laughs> I he like people go nuts over it because they still. I think I people think like, impulsive is the second biggest podcast in the world. You correct? What <laughs> impulsive is the second biggest? That people go nuts over it is not a metric for anything. Well, it, it is for success in impulsive. some ways. Yeah, I guess in so. dollar terms. Yeah. In hard to how much a dollar. When a dollar costs a dollar, yeah, many dollars cost many, many dollars. dollars. Many success, you know. Yeah, when a true. dollar costs your soul, words becomes a bit different. Spitting facts. But I believe that <laughs> that, that through Louis, not Justin, watching the leftovers. By the way, Justin yeah. Theroux is a fucking great actor. Love Justin Theroux. Yeah, a lot of me time too. For him. Very sexy man as well. Yeah, he would, he's he, becoming he was, up Jen, there. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, yeah, Jen Ann. Jen Ann. They would have had. Well, makes sense. Makes sense. Two attractive people. Just, do, just doing their thing, you know? Fucking and sucking. Fucking walking and ducking <laughs> all day. Um, um, I got sidetracked by Justin's lovely body. It's a very good body. It's well, did you hear the podcast Kemp. of Louis Theroux when, over lockdown when he was interviewing people on mm. like a BBC Sounds podcast? Never comes across good on a podcast, Theroux. Never does. Because that's when he's himself. He does Trust come me. across well on Adam Buxton's because they went to school together. Him, Joe Cornish and Adam Buxton. They have a very... Oh, yeah. yeah it's actually very funny. But, but I think they also... Yeah, go on. That's why he went to school with someone else. Yeah, he went to school with... He went to Westminster. <coughs> so he went to school Did with Did Ed Gamble maybe go there or is that wrong? Who Wait, cares? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Assertions. Uh, <coughs> um, but he interviewed Justin Theroux and what came across, it was a very interesting interview, was that, remember, Justin Theroux is his cousin. Yeah. But he's a half British, half American family. Yeah. So Justin Theroux grew up in a... In a Theroux? Theroux. I think, weirdly, it's Louis Theroux, but it's Justin Theroux. So they would occasionally meet as cousins, but it, that was like the American family. And what came across was that Justin, who has learning difficulties... Does he? He's a neurodivergent king. In, in what way? Not really, have to not, not, he's, he's just a bit dyslexic. Uh, that's not enough. It's me. not really. It's nothing big. It yeah. sounds worse. I though. would have been shocked if you said Down syndrome. <laughs> yeah, it would be. He would. He should have got many prizes if he has Down syndrome. It's he should incredible. have got many prizes. Well, yeah, he should have got many prizes. <laughs> it's incredible what he's managed to achieve. Um, but yes, uh, <laughs> Louis Theroux's family looked down on him. It seemed what came across. Why? The way Justin was talking. Because they were all very well-read and snooty and educated. And there was a British Wait, thing. Louis, they looked down on Justin. And Justin's right, family. makes sense. I thought you were saying the whole family looked down on Louis. No. Uh, I was why? So because they're very like kind of, you know, do-goody, well-read authors. Yeah, and yeah. then Justin Theroux's kind of like a dyslexic guy who's and getting then, into acting and, and stuff. Then, and then, whoops, starts banging Jen Ann. Yeah. But then what? How, how are you doing, British Theroux's? Yeah. yeah, but Louis Theroux's banging Lana Rhodes now. Oh, God, he is, isn't he? The chicken shop date was very successful. Yeah, more to follow. More to follow. Um, do you want to talk about anything yeah. you actually wanted to talk about? Nah. Or, nah. Don't really fancy it, actually. <laughs> Hold on, I have a tagline for it. I've got a review in. Yeah. It's a review in one sentence. Yeah. Uh, give me a second to remember what it was. The only mission that's impossible for Tom Cruise is making a bad movie. 
I can see why you have to try and get that right. Because it's important. Yeah. It's one, one, it's important that it's delivered because of the quality of the content. And two, it's easy to trip over some of the niche words in there. Would you like to add a third? Uh, no. Okay, we're all good well, on the two. Um, saw Mission Impossible on Friday night. Hilariously close to the premiere. And if you could the, the franchise more. I don't, I, it's, it's all over for me. <laughs> I think it's all over for all of us. I mean, it's, uh, I believe it's the last one. So it's, this is called Dead Reckoning Part 1. Mm-hmm. I believe Part 2. You'd hope there's a Part yeah. 2. They could even be cheeky and just do like a, here's a Part 3. You fuckers. If anyone was going to do it. It's the Mission Impossible yeah. team. Because yeah. they're, they're, they are working at the highest level of ability possible. Yeah. Maybe even impossible. <laughs> <laughs> they are they are at the top of their fucking game. So like, they're the impulsive of action the, films. Yeah, they're, <laughs> exactly. Tom Cruise is your Logan Paul. Simon Pegg's your your kind of uh, what's his your name? Mike. Your Mike character. <laughs> Rebecca Ferguson's Lana Rhodes. <laughs> I don't actually know any other cast members for some reason. I can't. They're, they're escaping me. Um, you're not there for the cast you're there I'm for Tom I'm not there for the cast I'm there for Tom I'm there for Tom's run I'm there for all the shots the stunts and kind of the storyline but not really the storyline do you feel you're you know I love Tom Cruise but do you think you're like extraordinary love for Tom Cruise mm. at all is aided by the fact that you have similar coloured hair. Right. Now, that's interesting you say that. Because I sometimes... No. Do you not think at all? No, who did I... I, do had... you, I think... I don't know if in films... Well, like, if I sometimes see blonde characters, I can relate to them more. Funnily enough, I now have a moderately similar haircut to the guy. Which what is... Came first? Is it a coincidence? <laughs> a mum, I got this haircut a month before the premiere of Mission Impossible. Is it an homage? Maybe. Was it, was it a conscious decision? I don't know. Was it subconscious? Probably. When you were at the film, was there a lot of men who looked like you? A lot of, a lot of guys kept... <laughs> I thought you were going to go for people mistaking me as Tom Cruise, but that's a lot funnier. Yes, there was... It was actually... It was So it was only... I think it was a day after the premiere came out, which is fun. I feel you could trick maybe uh, like a Chinese demographic. Yeah, if I... Yeah. Do you uh, think? No. Maybe not. Too young. Because that's one thing. I, I I would like three or four parts to Dead Reckoning. Yeah. Genuinely would like four. <laughs> but Tom, Tom does look quite tired. He looks a bit tired. Are you maybe saying that someone needs to... Step into the role of Ethan Hunt? <laughs> Do you maybe, think maybe his son. Maybe... <laughs> Oh my God, I'd love to play his son. And it could be sort of a relay race. Well, like that relay handover in Dead Reckoning yeah. Part 4. And then I come in with a Tom Cruise run. <laughs> not moving my head at all. I think I could do the all right job with the run. There's no I one who so. can... I'm good at physical stuff. No, yeah. But no one is like Tom Cruise because I, I watched um, Skyfall. That's day. what you'd be saying in the press junkets of Mission Impossible and I'd Dead mean it. Part 5. You say, but that's why no one can replace Tom. But no, but people, actors, you know, people say these kind of things all the time, this kind of false niceties. Yeah. I firmly believe I would, people would, I'd be refreshing because yeah. it'd be like, this guy really does love Mission Impossible. <laughs> This guy really respects and reveres Tom Cruise. Particularly, yeah. like, no one can do the run like Tom Cruise. I think if you replace Tom Cruise, I think, yeah, I think refreshing is the word. Why? I think, that's what, well, I think everyone would be saying it's really refreshing to see, <laughs> to see the, 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 host of, English boy. the host of Boys Gone Wild. In a strange <laughs> who does none of his own stunts. <laughs> no, no, you do all of I have to do stuff. all of them. Oh. Terribly. 
Well, no, because I just wouldn't. <laughs> your face is constantly like, <laughs> 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 <To> terror. <laughs> but me holding onto the plane, just crying. <laughs> Well, because I'm no way near, I do not have, and I could say this with absolute certainty, I do not have the determination or dedication of Tom Cruise. I am not spending six months so I can drive a fucking motorbike off a Paris off a cliff and then parachute I'd be like can we get one of the blokes that looks similar to me to do that who could do it in like a week how about I meet you on the day yeah and I'll film getting on the bike and then you and take then, it then someone who looks similar to me can get on it and then no one will realise <laughs> should we do that but no I take that joke back I take it back because the majesty of Mission Impossible a lot is because he does his own fucking 100%. stunts the fact that you can get in his face when he's parachuting down or something so the the film he's just a mad cunt he's a mad he, I, <laughs> I, just, I, I don't even know how to put him into words but do you not point. see that you don't really he's not an actor almost no, in a he's, way do you know what I mean yeah he's like a you're demigod not, you're not viewing him as an actor it's like it's pointless no. to talk about him as an actor no because again compare him to other actors it's just not it's not the same. No one does the same he's thing. Evil Knievel. Yeah. <laughs> he's evil Yeah. I don't know what he is but he's not he's got chops he's, not, he's a good actor as well but that's just one of, that's like you know, he can also. But it doesn't matter. That's he the, can, that's do a, the he can also ride a jet ski. That's also in the list. Acting's in that list. A lot as of people well. can ride a jet ski. That's not that impressive. You picked the wrong thing. He can ride a jet ski. You can ride a jet ski. It's true. Yeah. So that's Very the well. thing. But that's the beauty of Mission Impossible. Is storyline and plot is honestly not that important. Yeah. I saw it, and I, so I went with Elle on Friday. She'd never seen any of the Mission Impossible. Took the misses. She wasn't over the moon about the plan but she was ready to give it a shot yeah on the day i was then like oh let's check how long it was it is and then i looked online i was like this isn't this isn't excellent but i'll tell you so you're not going to go in there and then Mm. you know no idea so it was two hours and 45 minutes okay it's a lot of mission impossible yeah um my god did it fly by didn't feel like it at all felt like an hour and 15 minutes which is a fucking rarity in today's cinema Mm. you often go in there and it's two hours and it feels like three yeah. Not Tom Cruise and the gang. Not Tom Cruise and the gang. <laughs> Stunts, excellent. They start to the classic formula of Mission Impossible. What makes it good? They have basically, there's always three main kind of sequences. Sure. And then in between them, there'll be little catch-ups to tell the audience what's going on. But they do it so quickly because they're like, I know a lot of the people, they're like, we know a lot of the people watching this don't care about the plot really. Yeah. What they want is some people care, but we'll do it really quickly. So the people that care about the plot have to listen quite intently. They go, right, yeah. so the uranium's over there, and then the buyers, the arms <laughs> is in, in yeah. Algeria right now, so that's why they got to do it. But at the end, there'll be just one guy going, so we need to do this and do that, and then we can do that. And Tom goes, yeah, and then they're off. So it's like, quick, 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 and then, and then it slows down. Yeah. And then it's explained for the people who don't want to bother listening to it. The people yeah. who just want to see the plane crashes and stuff. And more power to those people. No yeah. fucking shame. You view and you read a Mission Impossible or however you fucking want to do. Because there's many different readings you can do with Mission Impossible. Yeah. So, stuck to that formula. Stunts, just excellent. The the shooting of those stunts, just magnificent. The storyline, actually great. I enjoyed the storyline. Face mask, did that come in? Well, yes, it did. But not as much (laughs) as I'd like. That's the one, the one, because that's how I explained. I I caught Ella. We went for a a dinner before and I gave her the whole rundown of the Mission Impossible franchise. The important things to know. You got a whiteboard. So, yeah, so, a, a chalkboard so with different. So, Ethan Hunt, right? <laughs> and now we move on to Mission Impossible and goes Fallout, right? And this is the introduction of Simon Pegg, aka. Um, what is his name, actually? 
No, he's Simon, he's Simon Pegg. Let's, let's Simon not Pegg. be around the bush. It's like Toby, but it's not Toby. Anyway, um, so he... Yeah, so I caught her up with the basics, and the basics were obviously the stunts, what was the... And the face mask thing. Yeah. We said it on the podcast the other day. But so there was a face mask at the very start. No other... Which is oh, when no, there you... was. There was plenty. There was loads. There was loads. There was, yeah, a good use of it. There was none to, like, really bring the plot home it wasn't like obvious that they were in the writer's room being like how the fuck do we get out of this hole and someone at the back just goes use the face mask it wasn't him the whole time oh it was actually Tom this time none of that um, but a a good amount of use to pay respect to the key kind of ingredient of it yeah Uh, 10 out of 10 I'm going to say I'm going to say I think it's the only one I've seen. I think it might be the second one I've seen in the cinema. I think I saw the third one in the cinema, but that was years and years ago. Yeah. That might affect this, but I'm going to say the best Mission Impossible ever. Mm. And that's big. Um, go and see it in the cinema. You'll have a fucking riot. L, not an action girl. I'm not even an action guy, really. Sure. Went there. Had a, she had a fucking blast. Loved it. Did, you have, did it. you have popcorn? Yeah, I even got a bag of fucking minstrels. That's how I did it. Because it's a cinema. It's, Ate the whole bag as well. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a snack guy in the cinema. No. I'm but not it's a possible. It's, it's a mission impossible. I'm getting a bag of minstrels. You should be strapped there with what? like coke being funneled in in honesty, in all honesty, I went for a wee halfway through and I went, fuck it. I'm going to go and get a bag of Maltesers as well. You Except for it. it was closed. That and is I, crazy. And I went, probably for the best. <laughs> and then went back. What would Tom do? What would Tom do? Yeah, I've got to, I've got to fill his shoes soon. His tiny, tiny shoes. Yeah, little man. Um, but yes, no, practical effects, man. It just, he can't beat the real thing. Like Oppenheimer, I'm excited to see yeah, how yeah. they pull that off. Yeah. They've got me, you know, the, the there. promo there that they've done, the lead up to it. Fair play. They've hyped me up. I'm You've ready. got me. Fair oh, fucks God to God damn it. I, my prediction is going to be really good because he's, you can't, He's tried all that. Oh, time doesn't exist. <laughs> and then everyone's gone, what the fuck? So he's just going to be like, okay, here's the story. He's done the backwards. <laughs> so now he's not going to take any risk like that. He's just going to go, here's a fucking story. And there you go. Because you can't, there can't be any mind bendingness with the Oppenheimer story. Well, if you had the atomic bomb goes off, kills everyone in Hiroshima, and then it's like ten, and you can go backwards. And if it didn't happen, like how that, lame would that feel? <laughs> Imagine if it didn't happen. Don't care. <laughs> Nor do I. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. You excited about Barbie? Yeah, yeah. Touch on it. I now, because annoyingly, I saw the trailer when I was in the Mission Impossible cinema, and I was different a- headspace. Different time. <laughs> no, I was a bit like, what I was excited about with Barbie is to go in and be like, what the fuck is this going to be about? Because yeah. all the trailers have been very vague, which I've liked. Because you want you want to be a bit like, well, how are they making a film out of Barbie? Yeah. Um, so now I know the rough plot, which has made me a bit less excited. Yeah. Because I'm like, it does. It, mm, I think it might not. It might flop a little bit. I think, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm still excited to see it. I'm sure we good. I think it'll be fun. A bit camp. Yeah, it was definitely fun. fun, but... Um, do you think... Would you... If you got the offer to do... As someone who works in media, to be like a fun, light-hearted person in press junkets, 
You know the press junket mm. guys? Mm. So it's like, it's often comedians, radio presenters. Yeah. You know. I, no, I wouldn't take it. You wouldn't, if it was Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. So you've got, well, like, well, you've got Tom Cruise and Simon Pegg there. And no. then you have to, you have three minutes to ask us oh, any question. No, I'd you fucking, could, I'd You'd get too nervous, wouldn't I'd you? I'd get far too nervous. <laughs> um, and I'm not, and I'm, that's not my character anyway. I'm not the- What's your character? I'm, I don't know. I'm, def I'm definitely not the, hey! <laughs> I'm not Ali him. Plum. What's his I'm name? Not, do you know that guy I'm talking about? Yes, Ali. Well, kind. Yeah, Ali Plum. Yeah. Ali Plum. Well, he's but he's like the movie guy. Isn't he's the movie he? guy. He's not really zany. The problem with being the movie guy, as such as Ali Plum, is that you have mm. to pretend that you love every film that's ever come ever comes out. Well, that's the thing with a lot of interviews. In any interview, any of those press junkets has to be wow. Yeah. Saw this picture, blown away. This is yeah, amazing. Couldn't and be like it. that. And it's like most films are dog shit. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think he's the kind of guy who loves all films because they're a film. He just wants to be at a film and then he'll he be happy because yeah. there's a film on. <laughs> yeah. Ali Plum. <laughs> I think it's called Ali Plum. It's definitely Ali Plum. It's Ali Plum. Ali Plum. No, I don't think. Or, or just like the zany characters, like the guy with massive hair who does the camera zooms at the Oscars and different yeah. red carpet events there's just there's a level of politeness uh, politeness to a stranger in terms of over i don't know just like being fucking sickly sweet that i, I can't muster up i can't smile like they can smile no look no it doesn't work it's not there you you try and smile like they yeah you're even worse yeah i'd be terrible at it like, hey <laughs> what do you think about that i say you got any questions for me tom yeah how about that mate <laughs> i saw um I saw a play last week, and though I've slagged off theatre, as people know, yeah. I saw one of my three plays I see a year, maybe two. Three is a push. Um, it's called The Patriots. You know the one with Tom Hollander? Yeah, yeah. About oh. the rise of Putin. Oh, that one. Yeah. I do actually want to watch that one. Uh, very I good. Love, I love Tom Hollander. It's very good. It's very. It's Peter Morgan. Right. So he did The Crown. Guy's got two he first did. names. Don't trust him. Don't trust him. That's the yeah. rule. And it's right. We came up with a rule at some yeah, point. You yeah, you shouldn't trust Never you trust a guy with two first names. Yeah. Um, but what but if he's called, really trust a guy with the same name? Like, what if someone has a last name and then a first name? Great, he's the most trustworthy what? person you can ever. Like Kerwin Andrew, get that guy a <laughs> drink. Kerwin Andrew, or like <laughs> Peterson. Peter, Jordan, well, I can't think of the <laughs> no, name. Yeah. No, because Jordan's too. It's, it's too similar. Yeah, Peterson Toby. Peter, Peterson, yeah, but a Peter, it'll be like Smith Toby. Smith Toby. You sound a bit like a action star, don't you? There's something yeah. like kind of like that's maybe a good way well, to write a character. Actually, a, a famous, weirdly, Smith John in Sex and the City. Yeah. Smith Jared. Smith Jared is the famous movie star who Samantha dates for the final seasons. We never talked about, um, but you, I did interrupt you. Yeah, sorry. You should. I, I want to talk about Jared Leto. Because we forgot to talk about Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, we did. But we, well, did. Of, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about the play. <laughs> the play. Anyway, I saw this play, Patriots, written by Peter Morgan, who did, you know, the Helen Mirren, the Queen? Sure. She did. He did the um, the audience, which BB was in like 50, 10 years ago. He right. does all of the historical um, yeah, dramas. Okay. And he did The Crown, is his yeah. big thing. So it's very classic, but I, I had an absolute blast. Yeah. It was so good. I mean... Well, it's quite down your avenue as well. Yeah, and it was, but it, they they did it well. I mean, it's not there's nothing like crazy. It wasn't trendy. It was they didn't. There was no like. They didn't sex it up. No, but but the story itself was interesting enough. Tom Holland was amazing, but it was told through the lens of Boris 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 uh, Johnson Boris. <laughs> or Boris Becker it was, it was, when, during it was his through, time in jail. It was through, it was him think, hearing yeah, about yeah, the Ukraine yeah. war. But <laughs> Boris Berezovsky, one of the first the first oligarch basically, yeah. who 
put Putin in power and then Putin fucks him right. over. But it's great seeing Putin um, depicted in the first half of the play as quite a thick, loyal, like yeah. nobody. who like basically yes bo- man. Yeah, who Boris puts in power because he knows he can use him as a puppet. Right. And then he gets... Sh- and then the way that Putin... Is it about... What's plays, it about? I don't know who that... Huh? Is it what's it what's its core narrative? It's, it's he's the main character, Boris Borisnovsky, yeah, yeah. whatever his name is, and it tells his rise and fall from being right. a math genius businessman. Yeah, made the new Russia. Yeah, gets fucked over. But oh, okay. it's told through the lens of all of the characters that we all know. Like Litvinenko plays a huge part. Litvinenko yeah. was the bodyguard of Boris Borisnovsky. That's really? why he was killed. Oh. So we all know Litvinenko very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Roman Abramovich. So there's four main characters. Oh, so that <laughs> kind of... Abramovich, that... <coughs> Putin, Boris... So Boris, that drives Boris. a good amount of interest because you're like... You oh. like and then he keeps rocking up... Hi, what's oh, that's where My they name is from. Roman Abramovich. And then... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Oh, I hate that guy. What's his name? Colonel Litvinenko. <laughs> the like, backlights go down, spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, no, I, that sounds... It's, it's, I it's like good. those kind of plays. Yeah. Is oh, it, no, I is went it... with my dad's Russian girlfriend. So it was very... Just you and her. It was just me and her. <laughs> so it was very yeah, Did you go with your dad and Bibi yes. and her? Um, so it, what did she say about it? Um, well, it was interesting because she said it... She, obviously, a lot of it was exaggerated, but she... Um, there was definitely a... a it, was, it was quite true to emotionally to... Yeah. And I think as a Russian in London, I think she... Res- related a lot like there yeah. was a lot at the end was basically he Boris Borovsky keep saying his name wrong I think it's uh, uh, Blavsky Blavsky Boris Blavsky yeah. he gets exiled in London to, towards the end of his life not allowed right. back in by Putin and it's he laments missing home from London and yeah. I think that was quite moving. rainy London um, oh I see but it, yeah I, I highly recommend um, it's just Russia man like no, they all like even if they're like they are being massive cunts in the minute but you, they're, they're never not it's never not a good story with Russia do you know yeah, what I mean like yeah. we're never no matter how cunty they be we're always going to be like oh it's setting alright I'm, I'm listening yeah, what's yeah. going what are they up to next yeah cold winters yeah they're just always you know. they're always living like they're in a Russian novel do you know what I mean that's true at the, at the detriment of others but yeah. they are constantly living like they're characters in a uh, almost self-imposed <laughs> exactly so you guys can relax now <laughs> you guys can enjoy yourselves you can it's chill like, out it's like world peace and shit <laughs> you don't need to your winters don't need to be that cold <laughs> it's okay guys. move guys just, yeah, just, just move out of the wilderness <laughs> well, there's places in northern Siberia like that's the cl- coldest inhabited towns in northern Russia yeah and you're just like why are you doing it what are you doing guys what is it like minus 20 or something nuts and then I see uh, at it's worth the lowest recorded temperature I think is can't be minus 89 degrees that's no it can't you be. can't be that's you, can't, you can't live in that and that's the coldest recorded temperature on earth like but... minus 20 I might, is my guess Should we, this is interesting yes. I think this is interesting yes okay. yes it, we, don't, quite... we don't both need to look it up though well, it's a race, isn't L- it? A lowest temperature of town inhabited. That would do. It's in Russia. Oi, McCoyne. Oi, McCoy. Nah, bullshit. What was it Wait, saying? Nine of the coldest places in the world to live. That, that can't be true. Um, Oi, McCoy. trying McCoy- to find a new place to live. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> minus 90. Very good. That's what it is. That's what it is. Minus 90, isn't it? Oi, McCoy. Oi, McCoy. Oi, McCoy. Recorded its lowest ever temperature of minus 90 
on February the 6th, 1933. So it's not a, you know, consistent. The two towns are officially tied for the Guinness World Record for the lowest temperature in an inhabited place in the Northern Hemisphere. So at one point, there were Russians living for like a day in minus 90 degrees Celsius. <laughs> it's not acceptable. You can't do That's that. That's not acceptable. You can't do what that. What the fuck happens there? Can you do yeah. anything there? You, no, you can't do anything. You could die when if you left the house, couldn't yeah. you? If there was minus 90, I don't know about the human <laughs> body. I know about my body. I'd die. Immediately, right? I'd, if suddenly the temperature went to minus 90, You're dead. there's not, I'm not even, I'm not alive for a second. Yeah. I'm not alive for a millisecond. My body goes, no, no see ya. That's, it's too cold. It's too cold. But then what's, who's, why are you living there, guys? Do you know what I mean? What's going on there? Is it just because you're Russian is it and worth, you want to... Is it worth the family you have there? Is it because you want to open up your life story with it was a really cold and stormy night? Yeah, but then and how the many life stories the- are there going to be? <laughs> Loads. Well, every yeah. Russian has that. It's a yeah. cold and stormy night. Every or, night- or do they just want to be in the Guinness Book of World Records? <laughs> <laughs> Which Huge is fans. actually one of the most noble pursuits one can partake in. What, as a life goal? Yeah. What would, if you, what do you reckon if you had to, right, I'm giving you a year or I'm going to kill you. And you have to get in the Guinness Book of World Records. What are you what? going for? Do you know what? Genuinely. It's going to be something Diablo related. No, it's not going to be Diablo. Okay. It's going to be yeah. Freya Rocha in a minute. So what was it? But it you... was like six. It was no, something we've so been through the, and, and It's so famous that there's other people have tried it. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be real. But you'd give me one for a year. Would well, you want to do it next week on the podcast? What? For, Freya Rocha. I'll get, I'll get seven. Like, it'll hurt me tummy. Well then, no, but let's, it won't be that Imagine bad. Imagine if I crush it's only it. seven Freya Rochas. It's not nuts, is yeah. it? That's your whole point. But if I'm spending a year doing it, I reckon I could probably crack it. Do you think, is there that much training that could go into it? What would it? you choose then? That's a good question. I think world's largest pizza. <laughs> no, that's, that's much hard. seems much harder. If I've got a year. <laughs> um, what would I do? Mission Impossible. What are some things? <laughs> yeah. Most hours of Mission Impossible watched. <laughs> well, there was that one, there was that... Um, on Netflix, there someone watched Lord of the Rings four times a day for mm. like six months. I don't and believe then, that. Then Netflix contacted them to make sure they weren't. Yeah, I don't believe. I think and I think they came up with saying they're just massive fans. <laughs> don't believe it. That I don't. It wasn't four times. It was near that. It was I near think that. some people have cottoned on to the fact that Netflix are looking at that because there was someone that had watched Shrek every day for a year, and I'm like, no, you didn't. My hairdresser watched the new Star Wars when it came out. That first Star Wars of the new trilogies. Uh, he watched it 26 times in in two weeks. 26 times in two weeks, I can believe. Yeah. Every day for a year, I can't. I think you're looking for the record. You're looking for like, no, notice me. I'm being a silly little boy. Contact me, Netflix. But this goes against, you were saying it's a very noble pursuit to be a Guinness World No, it's not. Hold. It doesn't go in a Guinness Book of World Records. That's just going <laughs> Netflix saying, are you all right? That's what they want. But what does They want to be noticed by Netflix. Yeah. What? What, yeah, it's interesting. What does make the Guinness World Records? It has to have a level of interest. Yeah, that's, I don't know, because it seems to we expand. Have Gu- we have one. We, have we the do. Gu- we have the, no, we have the Guinness World Records for being the longest on Boys Gone Wild, hosts of Boys Gone Wild. Sure. Well, I do. Yeah, yeah, I don't even forget <laughs> that. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's a shame. So, so you, can't, you, can't, you can't be specific. Well, I guess I could be the longest brown-haired host. Yeah. So you can't have it like that. I, I don't know who decides it, though, because well, some I, of them seem pointless. Well, Mr. Guinness. Yeah. Oh yeah, Arthur Guinness. Arthur Guinness. <laughs> no, I don't actually know what I do. What would your thing be? What do I do? Like something niche. It has to be very. Maybe niche. I eat a lot of. What do but I eat you, a lot? But of? would you want to bring in a new? I think I could eat a lot of cheese. Yeah. 
but there'll be some mad cunt out there going to eat but you. But I hate eating. I just don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't. I'm not an actually skilled eater. I don't. Think, yeah. At pace. No, neither, neither am I. So you kind of have to. I don't know. It's a tough one. But I reckon Ferrero Rocher is small enough scale over a year. I will. I am tempted to try this because you've spoke. You've talked a big game about it. Yeah. And I. I think it's time. <laughs> it, was, we... it was my favorite thing. It was the guy on Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> yeah. Did he not do it? <laughs> he came out and he said, the Grizz record is six. I'm going to try and break it. So I was like, all right. Yeah, fair play. We're all locked in. Let's see. Yeah. He ate four. Harder than it, harder than it looked, was it? Well, this is and what... it's always like, what do, if you don't pass the record, what do you... I well, you're doomed to repeat the same fate as him. That's the problem. But then it's just funny... What made you come up? So you have to pass through certain challenges to mm. get to the judges. <laughs> True. Did he fuck up every time? They're like, this guy's TV gold. But then- I think he just went, this is what I'm going to do. And they went, and he, I reckon he did four every time. <laughs> and they're like, this is funny, get him on. But then also, he didn't leave, he didn't immediately go, well, I'm going. He like listened to the judges to hear what they had to say. <laughs> you know, it's like hoping maybe. <laughs> Well, that would be, in fairness, the, the guy won Britain's Got Talent. So on the, the first audition, four. What's the record? Five. Six, I think. Six. So the first, first four didn't quite make it, but they say, we'll give him another chance. And they keep five. giving him another chance until on the final he, he gets six. What, what a huge Britain's Got Talent. That would be the best thing ever, genuinely. Well, I actually think, okay, let's say... Uh, in, say if you want him to do it Horatio Gould because you'll do it it's not that bad it's six if you if you manage to do it is it in a minute it'll be sickly I'll grow up that's fine you can do it once surely would you do it as well yeah I'll do it with you but okay. bearing in mind I have not said that I can do it <laughs> I'll go first I said like for a, a year I'll go first as like a litmus test <laughs> And we can get the general idea. If I, we'll see how many I can do. I don't hold myself as a quick eater. I and I actually, I think I turn my nose up at eating competitions. <laughs> you, you think you're better than them? And on that note, <laughs> we'll see you next week. We're out of time. Uh, we'll see you next week on the Patreon. We'll talk about Jared Leto um, and work. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>